1: Michael K. is on the radio today And he ain't afraid to say what he's thinking It's the Michael K. show Michael K. is on the radio today Turn it up, it's time to get on with the show On 98.7 ESPN Radio
2: and a good afternoon everybody Let's get it out of the way It's the most important thing of the day It's Don LaGracca's birthday
3: Happy Thank birthday you. Don Thank you so much Michael Big plans today? No, nothing It's a, it's a Tuesday Michael, it's tough to really do it No, anything. Don, you gotta do something You gotta do something big tonight, this is a big
4: one You only turn yep. um, Lawrence Taylor once you only get your LT birthday once. You know what you should do tonight? <laughs> and Here's a hint. And this
2: is one of those, you know, this is a holiday. You know what you yeah. holidays, right? Yeah,
3: well, we'll, 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 we'll something will happen, I'm sure. <laughs> but we'll probably save whatever for the weekend.
4: Interesting. You know, This weekend, though, Don, you should celebrate the way LT in his prime would celebrate. You know what I mean?
3: Wow. No, it's doing well. Well, <laughs> well there's a lot of different ways you can go if you want to no, have like, I an LT-type birthday. I just meant birthday. the drugs. I just all meant all the
5: drugs. All right, Don, I'm
3: yeah. So no underage prostitutes. no, that's uh, no. assaulting people. Oh. No, 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 absolutely.
4: Let's get ourselves
2: not. into trouble early.
4: Come on. Now, now, Don, I do want to say I will at some point today be putting up my beautiful Instagram post for you. I did oh, okay. one. For, I did one for Michael. He didn't even acknowledge it. I didn't see it. That's that's that, that. Those are the kind of friends you don't even need. You know what I mean? Don? I, I don't live on Instagram like you. Yeah, but you should have seen that I tagged you on your birthday and and and, and commented, "Hey, thanks." No, I, pal. I would have to be on Instagram to see it. You, you don't even open it every now and then. Well, it was the moment was lost. It was a beautiful. Oh. It was a multi a multi picture gallery of of Michael. It doesn't even well, see it.
3: And thanks to yes, they had a really a gorgeous recent picture of me into like a happy birthday card, which I thought was nice. And then they showed that old picture of me with the my LT jersey and my mustache beautiful. and my mullet. Oh yeah. Also, you know who 56. turned
2: 70 today?
3: Um, I bl- No, he's. I, I was going to say Peter Gabriel turned, I think, 74. No, more important to you. Oh, well, Howie's, uh, Howie, Howie, Rose, Howie Rose, Rose turned 70 today. I share a birthday with Howie Rose, Peter Gabriel, and Kim Novak. Kim now, Novak's Peter, still with us? I believe she is. I think she's deep into her 80s. But there was a time, Peter. No, I wouldn't sign up for that, Peter.
2: What? You wouldn't? Deep into my eighties, no. No, Oh, I thought you wouldn't trade. Oh, you wouldn't trade. You wouldn't take the trade.
4: Got it. Got it. Mm. Take a look at the old pictures of Kim. She back from the. What's her name? Kim. What now? Kim Novak. Novak. Steve Novak's mom used to play for the Knicks. (laughs) (laughs) Now speaking of the Knicks, (laughs)
2: that was that was tough. That was tough. So it was the Knicks. Only the Knicks' second loss against a team under five hundred. So they're twenty-two and two. And unfortunately, because of all the injuries that they've sustained, they are giving back some of the uh, some of the lengths they gained when they were red hot. Um, you know, they were under man and they might be even more under man for tomorrow's game against the Magic because DiVincenzo had to leave the game with five minutes left because of a hamstring played a lot of minutes in that game. Now, we'll talk about all the injuries, but you know, they, they got robbed of a chance to at least go to overtime. Now, because without DiVincenzo and and how depleted they are, there's no guarantee they go into overtime and they win. But a foul call on a desperation three-point heave, which the officials, an hour after the game was over, said, Listen, we got that wrong. But like my dad used to say, Sorry doesn't fix the lamp. It just It just aggravates you that they admit they got it wrong. And this, this, this uh, young official has gotten things wrong before he got wrong a, a LeBron James call last year. But this one was was egregious at I mean, the end of the game. And you just wonder, how how do you miss something like well, that? There, there wasn't a foul there. There's just I mean, was there lower body contact? Yes, it did knock the shooter um, off his feet. It was after the shot. It, it was had nothing. no impact whatsoever on the heave. That's a tough game to at least not have a chance to win in overtime.
3: Well, I thought Ed Cohen had a great tweet last night where he said, Has a player ever been granted three free throws after switching hands to fire a one-handed three-pointer while using the other hand to ward off the defender whose arms were straight up, all while landing safely with enough momentum to backpedal into the backcourt? I mean, it was a great description of all the reasons why you don't make that call. And this is what frustrates you if you're a Knicks fan. You, You think that that a call like that would go against one of the one of the big teams competing for a championship. Like that's still as much as I think the Knicks deserve their respect, that there's still certain segments that just don't believe this is a contender. I mean I, I just can't I can't believe you're gonna give the Rockets the benefit of the doubt there with everything that's going on. Well, and, and the Rockets and, and got the even, that close the anyway.
2: Be 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 you know, throughout the whole game. I mean they're the the free throw line three times more yeah. than the Knicks. So the, the the Rockets in Houston should not be a big home court advantage that it sways the the officials and I was that's just an awful game. Now the Knicks have you know some blame themselves that they have to embrace. They fell behind by 19, then they fell behind by 11 going into the fourth quarter. They made it tough on themselves. Brunson had a rough game, but I give him credit. He kept he kept grinding and and finally hit that shot to tie it up before they called the foul on him. Uh, a three-shot foul that I think two were, were hit. And uh, that's it. And the Knicks lose a game. And now, you know, we, we talked going into the stretch, well, the Knicks have to win, you know, one or two games. Well, that it's a pretty good Orlando team. There's no gimme that they're going to win that game in Orlando tomorrow. And if any team ever needed a an all-star break, it's the Knicks. Mm. Now, the one positive thing that came out of yesterday before the game, you know, Thibodeau was talking about, you know, They've put together some kind of plan to get Randall back. But you got Randall out. You've got Ananobi out. Now you've got DiVincenzo, who's been a workhorse. He might be out with a hamstring injury. Uh, you still have Mitchell Robinson out. Listen, I'm not, I, I will not rip the Knicks if they lose these games. I just can't. Now, they were aided yesterday, the Rockets, by the official's call. But the Knicks didn't play a great game. They're not a great team right now. They are depleted. You cannot compete in the NBA by having your players play so many minutes and push them like you did with DiVincenzo. And I'm not ripping Thibodeau for doing this. He's trying to win games. You want to finish in the top four in the East, that might be slipping away for the Knicks. It just might be because of the injuries, the length of time these players are going to be out, and it's hard to win without your best players. And the Knicks are without most of their good players, and now the bench is playing starter minutes and that's, that's where it hurts. Now, if you want to feel good about things, just envision, well, these guys are going to get back at some point. And when they do, the guys that are holding it down right now, those are the guys that are going to be coming up the bench. And that's going to be a nice look for the Knicks. But how far will they drop by then?
3: Yeah, that's the problem. Because right now Milwaukee's won a couple of games in a row, so maybe Doc is starting to gain some traction there. Boston's running away with, with the... East already. Yeah, but they'll get stopped by the Nets tonight. They play the Nets <laughs> twice in the next couple of days. The The, the Cavaliers are hot. What was, I I haven't looked by... At one point, what did they win? Like 18 of 19 games? Something ridiculous like that. So Yeah, so they did hot. lose 18 yesterday. 18 of 20. You know, they lost so, yesterday. You know, still, 18 of 20 is terrific. And then you take a look at the the, uh, the Sixers. are only a half game back of the Knicks if they ever get Embiid back before the Knicks straighten things up. You know, how... How much would that stink even with all the the things, the positive uh, transactions and how you're going to feel about this team later in the season if they still have to go into the playoffs as a five seed and have to do all the work on the road? That's that's tough. And it might even be worse than a five seed,
2: Don. If these guys don't get back, you are going to lose games against under 500 teams, and you're going to lose games against better teams. You just are as great as... Jalen
4: Brunson is—he can't do this himself. No, he, he can't. just can't. No way. I mean, the fact of the matter is, if you can't—if you can't get these guys back, at least a, a, a solid portion, Michael, you could just end up as basically playing as bad as these teams that you think you should be beating. Yes. It, it becomes an impossible task. They're not the Knicks. It, how many players? I mean, Brunson. You need at least Brunson and Hartenstein and DiVincenzo, right? You need some combination of power. They can't do it without basically any of them or Brunson alone and expect to win any games.
2: Let's listen to our good buddy, Kendrick Perkins, who other than James Dolan, loves the Knicks. Right. Uh, He was on first take and he was asked, were the Knicks robbed?
6: Hell yeah, they was robbing. That was one of the worst calls I've seen in NBA history, even when I was playing. When, when it comes down to it, I watched that entire basketball game. The officials messed up a great basketball game. It was physical. Guys were going at it. The Knicks were down double figures. They came back. They were going toe-to-toe. Dylan Brooks junked up the game. Him and Jalen Bronson got into it. Dylan Brooks knocking down the trade ball. Jalen Bronson clutch shot to tie the game. And all of a sudden, it comes to this. And I don't want to hear the explanation after the game and the officials admitting that they were wrong. They knew they was wrong when they actually had to go review it and see how much time was on the clock. At the end of the day, this was bad for the game last night. It was one of the worst calls I've seen in NBA history, and they should have let this thing play out. It was a physical game all game long. How do you call that?
2: That, that's a little aggressive. One of the worst calls in NBA yeah. history. What I don't like about the, the replay rules, I, and I'm not somebody who wants 100 replay. you can't give a team one challenge. So he challenged something earlier, Thibodeau. He couldn't challenge that call. I mean, one challenge? It's
3: ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. Well, there should be something in place where, when you get into the final minute, or the final 30 seconds, whatever, that it, it could be just up to the booth or up to the officials at that point. Just so you don't run into that situation where something could have been easily cleared up had there been a challenge.
2: Now, here is uh, Steve Javi, the former NBA official who, who works uh, with ESPN. He was on with Barton Hahn, and he said that the referee that made the
5: call had a momentary lapse of focus. What happens is you have a, loss, a momentary loss of concentration um, because you really you have to know the situation. Uh, you know it's a tie ball game. You see the ball, the clock running down, the, the ball gets thrown out, and you know you have that feeling in desperation time because it's a second left. And you, you can't really guess on the play. You can't have a doubt on the play because what's the worst-case scenario? You go to overtime, mm-hmm. and the guys decide it. And that's the thing. But what happens, every once in a while, you get that brain cramp, and you get that loss of concentration. That's exactly what happens.
4: So there you have oh. it. One Guys, this is so fixable. No, this is just – we've talked about this before. But you already have people in Secaucus, right? Well, why, why can't someone just immediately, like in the last two minutes of games, everything's being reviewed in Secaucus, and when they see an egregious call like that, or, or, or does not matter? After that call, you have a 45-second pause before the free throws. They review it. They would have immediately said, we, we got it wrong. It's not a foul. Well, why not? We have the technology for it. Why end a game on a ludicrous call right. that anybody with their plain eyesight can see should not have been a foul? This is very fixable.
3: And I'm sorry. I, I, listen, you may be right that it was just a, a lapse of focus. But, but how can you consider yourself a professional when you have a lapse of focus In on that what spot. everybody knows is the final moment of the game? Like, if you have a lapse of focus, you know, in a second quarter of a 20-point game, okay, maybe it's still unforgivable for a professional, but you're like, all right, I guess I somewhat can understand it, but everybody's got to gain their focus on what you know is going to be the last play of the game to decide the game. How is it then that you lose focus?
2: Let's go to the phones, 1-800-919-3776. 3776 we go to Danny in Orlando to start it off. Danny.
3: Danny.
5: Hey, guys, you're doing? um last night just showed the continuance of the disrespect that Jalen Brunson gets. He's a superstar. I don't care what anybody says. And that would not have been called against someone like LeBron.
3: No way. Or Giannis or Jokic.
5: It's just, he gets disrespect. And if you look, Jason Tatum is an undisputed superstar in most people's opinion. Mm-hmm. If you look at Jalen Brunson's numbers compared with Jason Tatum, they're pretty damn close. But I would tell
2: you this, Danny, I essentially agree with your premise, but this same official that got this call wrong made a, an, a similar call against LeBron last year. So I, I think it, it, he's not looking at who the player He's just He's just obviously not a great official because LeBron got job by him last year. So who's a bigger star than LeBron? I would essentially agree that Jalen Brunson doesn't get the superstar treatment, but that was not the case yesterday. I think it was just an inept official. Spike in St. Pete. Spike. Hey,
7: boys, I got to tell you something. That was the worst call since the 1972 Russian Olympics. You remember that one, Michael, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, Doug Collins ne- never took that the silver medal, if I'm correct, or bronze medal. And Peter, I think it was you that said it, and I apologize if I'm wrong. Uh, and my best friend played D1 ball. And he says to me every time, we go over every game for 60-something years, it's, it's a dream come true you can, with your childhood buddy. And he says to me, why can't they have one guy, not three, one guy in Secaucus or on the moon just look at the play with a 60 second clock ticking down and make the final decision and live with it. Because if you go two out of three you might have someone different. Just go with that one guy. First of all they're patronizing the public by going over to that 32 inch television. They're only looking to reset time and that wasn't that the Super Bowl was played last night. That was more like football than basketball. And I like 90s basketball. You know that Michael. But I'm telling you, they 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 can't play with three starters out. They have the whole front line is out, which is sixty percent of their rebounds. Houston's got a great coach. He teaches them to play that way. He did that in Philly. He did that in Boston. He did that. I think he was with the Nets, and, and they were missing the Fred Van Fleet. This this kid Brooks is—he's a bear, man. He is a terrific player, and he makes that corner three at forty percent. But he was playing touch, not touch tackle football with Brunson was. Took sixteen percent, sixteen shots in the paint last night. And the Knicks got twelve free throws,
2: right? And the and, and the Rockets had over thirty. So, and the Rockets were the ones that were playing, you know, physical physical basketball. So, you know, it, it's funny when you read social media. Uh, right away, people are saying, "Well, the fix is in." Um, you know, you have to watch out for these officials. Blah blah blah. They, listen, he had a bad game. The, the officials had a bad game, and they they immediately said they got it wrong. I don't, I don't want to get into a conspiracy theory. Why, why the Rockets? Why was, it, why was it shifted toward the Rockets that game? And the Knicks did come back. They did come back in the game. And there's no guarantee they wouldn't win won in overtime. I'm upset about it, too. I'm not going to go crazy. Because right now, wins are so hard to come by with the Knicks. Very hard to come by. They don't have a full complement of players. And so when you have an opportunity to maybe win a game, you want to grab it. But remember, they didn't play well. They were down say, by 19 in the first half. They were down by 11 in the fourth quarter. They exactly. did not play well right. against
4: an under-500 team. I mean, by the way, it's a tied game at that point, right? right? So it's not like they were up two and this gave them three free throws to lose. So right. it, it's not you can't go as far as some people are going. But I certainly understand the frustration because no matter right. how many times you watch it in slow motion, you just see there's no significant well, contact.
3: The, the, they were significantly outplayed in the fourth quarter, and that shouldn't happen. Even the, a depleted Nick team should have taken care of the Rockets. That's why I'll never say that the official cost the Knicks the game. It, they cost them an opportunity to win the game, but they should have never been in that situation to begin with in a tie game where a bad call could cost you the game. So it's ultimately on them, but it's still frustrating if you're a Knicks fan to know that that game should have gone to overtime and you would have had a, a chance to win. Maybe they wouldn't. You know, The way things are going now, maybe they, well, they still would have lost the game, but you just hate to see it end that way.
2: Now, Alex Monaco, who does betting stuff for MSG, uh, tweeted out one of the worst officiated games I've seen in years. Didn't help the betting lot. It didn't help that the betting line reflected Rockets had big money come in late. Line went from plus four to a pick'em in the last hour. Oh. Whoa! See, that's the stuff. That's the
4: stuff you worry about. Now, do I that's, think that's? Uh, I thought this was going to be a nothing burger. It went from plus four to pick'em in the last hour.
2: Yeah, and he's he's the host of the better one of the hosts
3: of the better half Damn. on MSG. Okay.
2: That's
4: rough. Now the last what hour.
2: What
3: you want? No. The last hour of the game, or the last hour before the before game? Last the Last hour game. before the game. God, man. Because yeah, cause so. That's a bad. I don't bad bad believe bad the I don't believe the game's fixed. But that doesn't help my argument when evidence like that comes in. <laughs> it doesn't.
2: No, it's not what you want. <laughs> no. Let's go to uh, Anthony in the car. Anthony. Hey, fellas. Hey, good. How are you? Oh, hey, my pooch. God.
7: Dear God, Logan, be quiet, Don. Happy birthday! I hope Thank you, you spent it doing the best thing that you, the, the thing you love to do most, <laughs> shoveling.
3: I did shovel today. Um, yes. Me too.
7: Uh, anyway, I, talking about the game last night. Yes, it was on the ref. It wasn't a foul, but that is such a low percentage shot that he's going to make at the last minute. Exactly. Why contest it in the way that he did?
2: You know what, Anthony? That's not a bad question. That's not a... Right. You know, you get caught. A I mean, people. People. Shot. But, Anthony, people do hit shots from that spot. So, I mean... I get it. He contested he can in a way that he really didn't touch him. But he did He did right. run full speed at him. So that, that gets the official's attention.
7: I get it. Like, it's I not a bad question. I think even just a closeout would have been fine, I think. I mean, I the will say... The fact that he left his feet...
4: You don't I like leaving their feet, the Anthony. You don't like him leaving his feet, but in this version of the NBA, is that really that crazy a shot to hit? People hit those shots. Yeah, you're right. No, nah, they you're go off. Right. Uh, they it go in. just a question. No, it's, it's, a, it's a, a question. question. I, I don't know. It's a good but it was question, such an Anthony, egregious
3: foul, I, I think everybody, including Brunson, probably figured this is probably a safe way to defend it. i got to call the foul, but if he, if, they, if he just lays out and he hits it, what are we saying? come on you got to go out you got to cover the guy you got to defend him let's go to fran in Massapequa.
5: hey love you guys you guys do a great job i appreciate i I appreciate two seconds that you give me if you do sure um uh, and happy birthday to the big guy
3: that's right thank you i appreciate that happy
5: birthday to the big guy really i mean you guys do a good job happy birthday i hope you have a million more brother
3: that would be nice. Oh,
5: all right. <laughs> all right, because I'm going to blow up. Now I'm going to blow up here. I'm going to – not on you guys, but I'm going to blow up here. First okay. of all, that foreign guy, and I hope that's not you know, a bad thing to say. I hope he can Probably say is. that. But go ahead. I know. Right, but anyway, he was walking all over the court. They don't call it. The, the last caller was right. The game was horribly officiated. But I'm going to tell you something. We got a guy on our team who gives not 100 percent, not 200 percent, 300 percent. He's Great. absolutely – everybody's hero, Brunson. There ain't a New Yorker that don't like the guy. It's time the NBA now. He's not a backup on Dallas. He's the starter for the New York Knicks. This guy's getting fouled all the time, and I'm sick of it. Because I, I, basketball is one of them games, it's like hockey. You can annoy guys. You can do certain things that really annoy players. And I'm telling you right now, if I was on the Knicks, all right? If I was on the Knicks and you do as a matter of fact, I was on teams and I played a little bit of hockey. You mess with my guy, all right? And I took you out, and that was it. If I got thrown out of the game, I got thrown out of the game. I didn't severely hurt the guy, but I let the guy or the guy right in his face and let him know, you mess with my guy, you're going down. So the bottom line is this team's got to get a little more toughness. I, I just love everything about it, but the referees are horrible. They, 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 this guy, I remember I- Iverson used to get pushed around. He'd go underneath, and it's something some about these little guys. They, they let them get pushed around, and, and, and they just – I'm just – I'm, I'm tired of it. This guy is is an awesome player. We got some real big issues with injuries, and I this guy. I mean, this guy gives his heart and soul, and I love him. And the referees better give this guy the respect that every superstar in the league gets. Yeah, thank well, you they're, so they're, much for the time, uh, friend,
2: There's a couple of things, and we thank you for the call. He he's not getting abused. He's not getting the calls, but you're you're acting as if he's getting undercut or they're playing dirty against him. You have to you have to be physical against a guy who's smaller. I think that's a smart defense. You, your argument is he's not getting the respect. Great, but you, you're advocating well. There should be a nick that goes after like Brooks yesterday because he's guarding him hard. No, they, they're guarding him fair, and when they foul him, he should get the calls. But I, I'm you guys watch the game. You think he's getting beaten up? No, I don't think
3: he's getting beaten up at all. Oh, I think he plays a physical game. He takes charges, but I don't, I don't look like anybody's taking advantage of him. Right. I don't feel like the Knicks are being taken advantage of. He plays a lunch pail hard game, physical game. you got to like that about him, but I, I don't look at him as somebody that needs to be protected. Not he at all. He, he, does, he, does, he doesn't need a, a police officer out there like in, like in hockey to take care of the star. He can take care of himself. I think yeah. he deserves calls the way superstars get them. I believe the Knicks probably aren't looked upon as that team yet, but I don't see them getting pushed around.
2: I don't know if you guys realize this, but it's game time. Brought to you by Tullamar, do sure. Irish whiskey. Oh, Tonight sure at know. UBS, Islanders take on the Kraken with coverage starting at 7 right here on ninety Got to win that game. And the Nets will. host the Celtics at 7.30, and the Devils are in Nashville to face the Predators at 8. That's game time brought to you by Tullamore Dew Irish Whiskey. Because when it's game time, sure. it's Tully time. Mm-hmm. Tullamore Dew, the original triple distilled, triple blended, and triple cask matured Irish Whiskey. Be sure to grab a Tullamore Dew. Or try the brand new Tullamore Dew honey during tonight's action. Glasses up to enjoying Tullamore Dew responsibly. Peter, tell us about BetterHelp.
4: You know what? I'd be glad to. And shout out to all the good people from Tullamore Dew we saw the other day in, at Plot Deutsch. Guys, this message here is brought to you by BetterHelp, a common misconception about good relationships that they must be easy. Sometimes the best relationships have conflict. Despite the conflicts, though, friends, wait for it, Anthony, persevere. Talk. Uh, they talk through disagreements. They talk through problems. They don't quit on each other. The thing is, sometimes you need to help to do so, and therapy can be the perfect place to deal with all those relationships, whether it's your romantic relationship, work relationships, friend relationships, or your relationship with yourself. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient. Oh, and by the way, this isn't even in the commercial. I'm just telling you the truth. Have you seen how hard it is to try to get an appointment with a therapist these days? It's it's so, so challenging. Not at BetterHelp. Suited to your schedule, You fill out a brief questionnaire and you get matched with a licensed therapist. You can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. All right? Become your own soulmate whether you're looking for one or not. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Peter today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com slash Peter today.
1: Thanks for listening to the Michael K. Show podcast. Hey, buddy. Hey. Catch the show on demand wherever you want. Just subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts.
2: You know, Nets play tonight against the Celtics. Uh, two games against the Celtics in a row. And it's funny because I think the Nets, who are you know, trying to at least get into the play-in, uh, I think they have the fifth easiest schedule the rest of the way. And that includes two games against the Celtics. So you can only imagine that after the Celtic games get off the schedule, they're going to have one of the easiest schedules in all of the NBA. So maybe they have a chance, especially if Ben Simmons remains healthy because he's a difference maker. He really is. But to say if he remains healthy, that's a huge if. one 800 Artie in Fairlawn. Talk to us, Artie. Hey, Michael. Jo- Blatt, here. How are you guys? What's
7: going on? I want to talk about, You were talking about the Knicks, and Michael, um, maybe I missed it, but you failed to leave out somebody who's been playing amazing uh, this year that hasn't played the last two games, Hardestine. I know you mentioned Mitchell Robinson, but Hardestine's
5: been unbelievable this year.
2: Well, I agree, and, you know, missing him the last couple of games means, you know, all of a sudden, Jericho Sims is playing well. Yeah. he didn't play poorly, and we thank you for the call. And, you know, Todd Gibson had a play, and he, um, you know, obviously Hartenstein is huge. I mean, we didn't mention him because he only missed a couple of games, but that that Achilles worries me because he missed some games earlier and rested, and and it didn't get better. It it immediately got injured again. So it's something to look out for because we don't know when Mitchell Robinson is getting back. But Hartenstein has been a huge part of what they're doing, huge part. Yeah. Let's go to Griffin in Connecticut. Oh, here he is to bring it.
8: Hey, uh, first off, happy birthday, to the voice of the Rangers, Don Juan McGregor. Well, that's Thank
3: you very right, much.
8: Um, second off, uh, with game time, uh, St. John's is playing tonight.
3: Oh, no. Oh, no. Again, we did it. Who failed us? Who failed you know, us? No, no,
8: Nobody...
2: No, no, wait a second. Nobody failed. The way St. John's is playing, they are not getting on game time. Win I know, games,
8: I know. They, they, they get on game time.
1: You're
8: unbelievable. They, they, need, to start they need to start winning some games that they want to they make. They're people.
4: letting their tournament hope slip away. Yeah, the elite they list are. is known as... That's known as game time? Come on. That's right.
8: Um, uh, Peter, you're 100% right. We have to do something because... That call in yesterday's game, it's not going to be like, it's not going to be like the last time this is going to happen in the NBA again. It's going to happen again. And it's just, it's it, it just, it's, it's like, why? What, also, why do we only have one challenge? Because if we make a mistake, we lose our time out and then we don't have the challenge for the rest of the game. But if we, if we do well, then we can keep our challenge. It's just, in well, the doesn't don't we have two challenges in the MLB and don't we have two challenges in the uh,
2: NFL? And also with MLB, Griffin, and we thank you for the call. Um, in the last two innings of a game, after the seventh inning, you even if you don't have a challenge left, if you've used it, you can ask the umpires to look, and they will. So to have no recourse whatsoever in just one challenge. It's, it it, it kind of smells
3: a little bit. Well, it's, it's, it's not a good look. Because everybody's so paranoid of adding replay. Like they, they don't, they're half pregnant when it comes to replay. They want it, but then if you start asking for more challenges, start having a, a, a chance for Secaucus or Toronto or wherever the central area is to look at it, like everybody's petrified that you're adding more replay all we're asking for is kind of like the Galaraga rule, right, Michael, where you have a final play of a game. Remember when his perfect game was ruined by a bad call? That you can go to the central office to look at it and say, no, this this is incorrect. You don't do it in the second quarter. You don't do it in the first inning. You don't do it in the first period. But when something happens that is at the end of the game, can't you institute that in the sport? Like the Galarraga perfect game. Like what happened last night in the Nick game. Why can't you have that? Is it that? also can,
2: can the NBA also do something different? The officials going over to a little Filco. I mean, well, what can they see on that screen? Well, what What are we doing? It, 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 it's it, It's like the 1930s. You can't see anything on a 32 inch screen. But it's such a bad to look, find. too. They spin
3: the TV around. It, it, it's so, like, 1994. No, well, I mean, it happens at hockey when they have the uh, the offside. They want the linesmen to look at it, so they look at a tablet. Ridiculous. Yeah, what yeah, can but, you see on a tablet? Well, I mean, just, but you have, like, the, the NHL has Toronto, and baseball has Secaucus. You have the central area where every, every uh, b- baseball has... Um, Excuse me. Uh, where where where's baseballs again? Down in uh, Chelsea. Chelsea, right? Chelsea. I knew it was somewhere in New York. And the NBA's got the caucus that uh, that you can just have. You got you got people, big screen televisions to take a look at that in real time and just buzz it. It doesn't take that long. If you really want to, you really want to do something with replay because you think it's too much. It delays the game. It takes the the fun out of the crowd and everything. Then you put a, a, a ridiculously low limit on it. You've got 30 seconds to decide if it's the right call. Because if, I, if it takes longer than 30 seconds, it shouldn't be reviewable in the first place. Sitting there looking at it for five minutes, did his foot come off the bag or not? If it takes that long, that's when replay, but, to but me, is ridiculous. What what worries me about
2: an NBA replay? It is, it's subjective. Like, if a guy didn't get to first base before the ball, you could see it for the most part. But there was contact on that play. So, I mean, to the letter of the hey. law, they could say that that was a foul. It's just difficult. Oh,
3: listen. I'm with you. As much as the Knicks got jobbed on that, I don't think fouls should be reviewable. I don't think pass interference should be reviewable. I don't think goaltender interference should be reviewable. It's in the eye of the beholder. Right. Did the puck cross the line? Is the ball fair or foul? That's easy. Right. That doesn't take um, my opinion or any expertise. Anybody should be able to tell you. Is there white between the goal line and the puck? But when you start getting into, was he interfered with? Is that a that's where I think it gets very, very dicey. I don't know if you saw this, Peter.
2: So Sportico just put this out uh, on Twitter. Um, so CBS said through all of its um, different ways that you could view the game, 125 million, mm-hmm. which is the the most watched television event um, since the moon landing in 1969. Oh, sh- but now, 125 you know what? in 1969, that was a pretty big deal.
4: But, that, by the way, that sounds impressive when you compare it to the moon landing, I just want to say.
2: Yes. But the Usher halftime show, according mm-hmm. to the NFL, averaged 129.3 million. So 4 million people popped in just to see Usher, and then they turned the game off. That is that is wild. Isn't that unbelievable? Wow. Hmm. Did you also hear... That Justin Bieber was asked by Usher to to make an appearance and, I heard quote, unquote, just wasn't feeling it.
3: Oh. All love with him and Usher, he just wasn't (laughs) feeling it. Well, I know it sounds pompous, Peter. Mm -hmm. But if you're not feeling it, should you perform in front of 129 million people? No. No. And and listen, they're very close. They've been very close since Justin was a little
4: kid. And I'm sure if he'd been feeling it, he would have done it. But... Maybe he just feels like it's one thing he wants to do. Maybe he hopes to do it one day and just feels like it would be lame to pop out with him. Maybe he just isn't in a great space to perform right now. He had been dealing with some medical stuff on his last tour, so maybe he's just like not, not there for it. And he's coming off his um, victory at the All-Star game with the Austin Matthews team. That's right. Maybe he's, he's still just re- reeling from
2: that. Andrew Marchand of The Athletic reporting that ESPN and the college football playoff are in agreement on a six-year, $7.8 billion rights extension pending the CFP revolving, uh, resolving all of its outstanding issues. Boy, ESPN's getting rights, man. Getting rights. Mm. Mm. And the playoff's mm-hmm. going to be longer
3: now, too. It's going to be involve more teams. And that makes sense. I don't, I don't like adding the teams to March Madness, but this makes sense because there was a legitimate claim to the teams that were knocked out of the running last year. But if you add to – what are they going to add it to? Eight? Ten? I forget what the number is. If, 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 you're, the, if you're the last team when they expand to it, do you have as much of a claim as you know Georgia did last year? They could have legitimately won the national championship. Right, right. You know when you're knocked out of the top four, but when you expand it, Michael, then, then I think there'll be teams that feel like they got jobbed, but it won't it won't hurt as much as this year did.
2: One eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six Calvin
5: in Washington Heights.
3: Washington. Hey, good afternoon, guys. Happy birthday, Don Lecrega. Oh, thank you. Thank you.
5: Hey, I have. A, um, I was very suspicious, guys, with yesterday's line of the Houston um, Rockets and the New York Knicks. I was paying attention to the line this morning. That morning, it was plus four. And then all of a sudden, an hour went to plus one. I'm like, I, you know, hardest thing was announced out way before that so I'm like right. what could possibly go on there's it, no, cl- no weather situation the weather's the mm. same it's not football that we gotta worry about the wind and, or baseball or in Colorado or Yankee Stadium when it's humid everything is the same so I'm like what, what could possibly be the situation so when you see the ending of this game you know I honestly what came to my mind was uh, the former referee head uh, uh, from the NBA Tom uh, to Donahue, Donahue? Donahue, yeah. yeah. Um, his story just came to my mind because that game was just very suspicious, yeah. even how it began with the line and then how the money was going to and then, you know, just the call itself.
2: Well, I mean, a lot of it, when, when, when there's such an egregiously bad call that decides a game or, you know, certainly stops you from going overtime, there's going to be conspiracy theories. And, and well, you know, it's not for us to just shut it down. With the no. proliferation of gambling now, It's something that all the leagues really have to keep a close eye on because you you can fix a game by getting to one official. You can. I'm not saying that this game was fixed or anything like that, but But. it's something they have to be just diligent about, really checking out every single one of these people and their connections and their family members and who's putting what kind of money on what. But I understand people getting freaked out about Gambling's all over now.
3: Listen, I don't have a history of, of, of knowledge of gambling. But you know when I when I think of moments like Enraging Bull when when uh, they had a conversation the, the, when the when the when the, the line moved that much when the money moved that much they had to have a conversation. Is something going on here? If you go back to the 1919 Black Sox scandal, what alerted them that the line moved, the favorite changed? What's going? On? Why are the Reds all of a sudden the favorite? Something's going on here. Like we are so in touch. They're in bed now with gambling. All these sports. Shouldn't the commissioner, or should there be somebody within these leagues, that say when a line moves that dramatically, we've got to get, we've got to look into this? Maybe they are looking
4: into it. Yeah, maybe I mean, they, don't, don't, they don't
2: say anything. Yeah, they don't say anything, but maybe they are looking. But was ruled
4: out at six thirty, guys. Who was Hartenstein.
3: Yeah, that shouldn't move the line four points. Come on, we're talking people. No. Peter, when we're talking to Joe Fortenball. We, the starting quarterbacks don't move the line by exactly. three or four. It was yeah, so no offense to Hardenstein. No, no, but, I love the Hardenstein, but, but that's it shouldn't. Correct. All right, so I, I, I hope because, you know, back in the day, you could just, I, we don't, you know, the NFL could say, well, we don't pay attention to the line, even though we knew they were lying about it, but they always had that stance. You can't do that. And then there's, you know, FanDuel commercials throughout the Super Bowl, and you just can't do it.
2: Um, Albert Breer, you know, on top of what marshland reported, said, essentially, you know, Marchand said six years, $7.8 billion rights fee. This is and Brewer goes. This is for eleven games each year, so there's a hundred and eighteen million per game. And remember, Peacock paid the NFL one hundred and ten million for a playoff game. Mm-hmm. I does college football get that kind of ratings? To,
3: to, I guess it does. I think that game does. You know, when you, when you get to that deep in the in the in the playoffs, right? Right. Now, could it get? Now what game are we talking? Like it's there's all, eleven. It's all the
2: playoff games.
3: Right, all the. Pl- so could could any of those games get a bigger rating than what Kansas City and Miami would have gotten on national television when that game was on Peacock, or wherever it was? I guess yeah, it was Peacock. I guess it could, depending on who's involved in it.
2: It's hard. I I I, I mean, college fo- uh, football is big but college
3: football doesn't scratch the surface of the NFL. No, but. but but there are and again you don't know about the matchups, but is it possible if you got a playoff game in college football that involved Notre Dame. Could that go could that beat like a Charger Jacksonville playoff wild card game? I think it could on a streaming service. I don't know if it could beat it on an
2: over the air game.
3: Notre Dame? Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I don't. If you got if for some if if for some reason you got Notre Dame USC, which is a huge rivalry, mm-hmm. and got it in the playoffs, I think that would do a bigger number than a, a Charger Jaguar Wild Card game or a Texan Titan Wild Card game. Don't you, Peter? I know you're not a big college football guy, but come on. Yeah, like no, i Notre Dame you get Notre Dame involved, that's like getting the Cowboys involved, right? That that getting that's J's. getting people fired up.
4: It's Cowboys or Jays.
2: Hey, do you want to experience an inflammation of money and happiness? Let yes. your bank account grow with an extra pep in your step. Well, catch Jovia-itis, a side effect of not-for-profit banking with Jovia Financial Credit Union. When you bank with Jovia, you may see an increase in savings, growing checking account balances, and reduced rates on loans. Symptoms may include greater happiness, reduced stress, and general feelings of financial freedom. Join Jovia and start spreading the wealth.
1: Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up hypnotic and cognac weighing heavy on the team. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Thanks for listening to the Michael K show podcast. Well, that's awesome. Looking for more access to the show. That's right, man. Check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at TMKS ESPN.
2: Well, it's pond hockey season on Long Island, and ESPN New York wants you to be a part of the action. Head to ESPNNewYork.com or the ESPN New York app for your chance to win a 60-minute time slot at the outdoor synthetic rink in the park at UBS Arena. I tell you what, Peter and I were stunned that you could you could actually skate on the synthetic stuff,
4: but you can. It's amazing. It's amazing. It's wild. It does not feel like on with your shoes on that it would be right. possible to skate on.
2: But it is. Just scroll down to Contest, submit your entry, join the New York Islanders for some fun in February, take advantage of special ticket pricing for upcoming home games at UBS Arena, and be there for every thrilling matchup. Get your tickets today at NewYorkIslanders.com slash Feb. Slash uh, Feb. Let's go to John and Tom's River. Johnny.
5: Hi, Michael. Hello, Hi, John. Peter, Don, happy birthday. Thank you, sir. Um, just give me like 20 seconds. I'm going to give you a uh, career coaching stats and just tell me how this, uh, you guys feel about it. Ready? Uh, 2001 through 2004. Four straight championship games. Go one and three and then lose the Super Bowl. You're in five Super Bowls and you've gone down ten points in every game and you win three Super Bowls only because you have the greatest quarterback of all time in uh, Patrick Mahomes. That's uh Andrew's coaching resume. So just, I'd like to hear you guys talk about that because I think that he's not really Hall of Fame worthy. It weren't for uh, Patrick McCombs. No, well, see, do you right
2: think that Bill Belichick was Hall of Fame worthy without Tom Brady? I mean, John, I mean, Brady made.
3: John, John, so you're going to tell me that Donovan McNabb is close to Patrick Mahomes?
8: No, not at all. I'm, I'm saying it went from a worked for, but he got Donovan Mahomes. McNabb to a yeah, Super Bowl. Yeah, but he got
2: Donovan
3: McNabb the four straight championship games and a Super Bowl. So you choose to look at the glass half empty and say that you know the Patrick Mahomes carried him. Why can't you look at the glass half full and say that Andy Reid carried Donovan McNabb to four straight championship games? Then he upgraded at quarterback and now he's winning the championship games and winning the Super Bowls.
2: And also, why can't you look at it this way? Because nobody looks at it this way with uh, Belichick and Brady. Maybe Belichick had something to do with Brady being as great as he. Is maybe Patrick Mahomes landed in the perfect spot to sit behind Alex Smith for a year and learn from an offensive genius? I mean, if you're if you're doubting, uh, I think his name was Patrick. If you're if you're doubting. John. John, if you're doubting John Patrick, that this guy's a Hall of Fame, he, he's but, a first ballot Hall of but, Famer. But I don't, there's, I, there's, no, there's no question.
3: Now, if you want to, if if you wanted to have that same argument about Bill Belichick, then you would use, well, what did he do in Cleveland? Only won one playoff game in Cleveland, and what did he do after Tom left? Only went to the playoffs once and got destroyed. I, I still wouldn't agree with that, but at least you'd have something to, to hang your hat on. You're going to kill Andy Reid for going to four straight championship games with Donovan McNabb? That's unbelievable. I, mean, well, I don't want to kill Donovan McNabb. He was he was a very good quarterback, but he was able to go to four straight championship games and a Super Bowl, and now he clearly upgraded at quarterback, and now was winning those games, and you decide to look at it as that Patrick Mahomes is carrying Andy Reid, and that and, Andy Reid has nothing to do with it?
2: And the fact that he also brings up that they fell behind by 10 points in each game. Uh, well, look at, look at the Patriots' Super Bowl wins. There was one by double digits. The rest of them was by Vinatieri um, or Guskowski. I mean, they were all close game. I mean, now, now we're judging on style. They I, have three Super Bowl I, trophies because of the guy.
3: And I, and I will say this too. And listen, Patrick Mahomes won the MVP, and he deserved for that final drive. That defense was just as responsible for that win. I agree. You know, agree. so it's it's it was a team effort. Up it that is, that
4: I don't listen. I don't want ridiculous wanna, take. I don't want to cast aspersions. But I knew the call was going left when the guy referred to him as Patrick mchomes Just it's did he drop really? Yeah. He he called him Patrick McHolmes. Uh let's go to Dove in Passaic. Hi, Dove.
2: Dove. Hey Dove. Hello.
3: All right, I hope he's still with us.
2: Uh you know what? I'm glad he wasn't there. Because the line of what he was going to talk about was... Eh, what was it going to be? What was it? Uh, why do you think that Juan Soto is going to make such a big difference for the Yankees? He didn't help the Padres last year. Yeah, that was on hey. him. A 420 on base percentage the year before he helped them.
4: Yeah, but it's your fault
3: for trying to... That's what? what you get with baseball calls. Well, but, well, but here's this is baseball, Susan. Isn't it possible, Michael, that Juan Soto could have an incredible season and the Yankees you know, have... A little bit of a better season and don't win a championship. Yes, I mean it's possible. You can have the
2: greatest. Mike Trout's going to the Hall of Fame on a a carpet, and he has never won a playoff game.
3: Right, but but I'm saying the Yankees are very good, you know. But it was they didn't win the championship when their best player, you know, hit sixty plus home runs. Oh, he's back.
2: Let's see what let let let's him let him make his point. Dove try try to justify this, Dove. (laughs)
3: I'm so sorry.
7: I pressed the wrong button. I want to give you a very big compliment. I really thoroughly enjoyed your coverage before the Super Bowl and after the Super Bowl. It was really, truly good radio. Um, I have a question for Michael. My question to you is that 2023 San Diego Padres, they were 82 and 80. They had Juan Soto, Manny Machado, um, they had Tatis, they had Hass Young Kim, and they had Bogarts. They had this um, NL Cy Young Award winner and a great closer. How does Juan Soto joining the Yankees,
2: how does that make a difference? Well, you, you think respect? they went 82 and 80 because of Juan Soto? The year before, they won 100 some odd games and went to the playoffs. So you, you, you're right. picking and choosing when Juan Soto wasn't on a winning team. Well, the Yankees went 82-80 and 80 without Aaron Judge. So let's say he's there the whole year, and you added Juan Soto, who through his age 24 season is one of the greatest players of all time statistically with a 421 on-base percentage. Yeah, Dove, I think he's yeah. going to be fine. And I think I don't, there were a lot of problems in San Diego last year. The manager didn't really get along with the players. The players didn't get along with each other. That wasn't on Juan yeah. Soto, Dove.
3: Well, I, I hope you're right. <laughs> and, and Dove, uh, he also won a World Series in Washington. So it's not like the kid can't win. I mean, don't don't paint him as a great player that can't win. He won as a kid in Washington. So, listen, nothing's guaranteed. This isn't basketball where one guy can make that big of a difference. It's baseball. There's been tons of great seasons and great players that didn't win, but I like the Yankees' chances with him as opposed to without him.
2: I mean, to put it, what what happened with the Padres last year on him? Uh, but he supposedly just, didn't get along with Tatis. Tatis didn't get along with him. Machado didn't get along with anybody. <laughs> so let's relax.
3: But if, if Soto was a great player that just happened to be on lousy teams his entire career and there's a reputation of being a cancer and not a team player, all right, then maybe we can have a conversation. But the guy, the kid won a World Series. The, the, the Padres were great the year before. Beat the Mets in the playoffs. Uh, so let's not paint a picture that this, you can't win with Juan Soto. He may not win. But don't paint him out to be some guy, somebody that uh, is all stats and no substance. I, I don't you, know what the you, motivation was there.
2: You, you know what else Juan Soto does? We haven't even brought this up this much. You know how many games Juan Soto played last year? Take I a think, guess.
3: I think 162, if I'm not mistaken.
2: 162. Mm-hmm. The guy is hardly ever out of the lineup. Wants to play all the time. 162. I don't know if the Yankees will allow it, but he played in 162 games. I think the Yankees are quite fortunate they made this trade. Despite losing their pitching depth and Michael King, they got one of the greatest players for the age 24 season in the history of baseball, and you're going to question
3: that. The only question about the deal is that it's only possibly for one year. Right. That's that, it. And if, you, and if you want to I'm complain, complain about big that— That's a question, though. Have at it. That's a legitimate concern because you gave up assets for a guy that may only be here one year. And if the Yankees don't win and he signs someplace else, it's not going to look great.
2: Well, let let me ask Peter this. That's a real risk. Okay. It's a risk you take, though. Let's say you were a single man and Rihanna was a single woman. And she wanted to date you, but it was probably just for one year. She wasn't going to marry you. Would you turn it down?
3: I, I I actually think this is a horrible comment. Yeah, because what did Peter give up for that shot? He right. didn't give up well, anything. He didn't have to give up
2: Michael King. Nothing. Would you do it? You give up nothing, right? And you get to date Rihanna for a year, and and you hope
4: that she'll stick around at the end. Right, and if she doesn't, it was it's one of the greatest years of your life. Yeah, I mean, if if you don't give <sighs> up anything, then sure.
2: Well, but but the Yankees. I mean, as much as I like the players they gave up, and especially Michael King, a thousand times right. out of a thousand Wait times a you give
3: up those players for I, one year. But, but okay. But you but you can't it's still not gonna look good if you go eighty to an eighty this year and then you lose well, you, him in free agency. Oh,
2: absolutely. But so what you, if you win the World Series and you lose him in free agency?
3: Oh no, well, obviously there's different grades of, of, of failure depending on how you want to look at it. It's hard for me to say it wasn't worth it if you go to a World Series, right? Well, I mean, if they go eighty-two and eighty, the whole thing was terrible. Oh, no, but the whole thing was terrible. But, but I'm sorry, Michael, you can't paint the picture. I'm sorry, you can't paint the picture that if it doesn't work out, well, hey, you'll know, give him an A for trying. It, it still will look bad. You got to own that. You got to own the, you the bat. You're taking a risk.
2: But I don't understand what you're saying. I mean, do you not take that? You not make that trade, Don? Because you think you might lose him after one year? Answer me that. Do you not make that trade?
3: No, I th- I think it's worth making the trade. Well,
2: then that's all there is to it.
3: But, that's but all there it, is to it. There's no risk. If you I lose them, you lose. But, but 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 you're trying to have your cake and you eat it too. Like I took a risk and then, and it doesn't work out. It's like oh I'm good. Well, well yeah there, you there are There has good. to be pain it's, with risk. They, but they then it's the risk. Up, they
2: didn't give up Sandy Koufax. They didn't I, give up their top prospect. They didn't give up Spencer Jones, so they, they gave up I, pitching depth. I get, I get it. Drew Thorpe is going to hurt. Michael King could hurt. Kyle Higashioko is not making this team this year. But,
3: But you can't say there's risk, and then if it doesn't work out, well, we're good. Well, there's no risk. You have him for a year.
2: The risk is that you don't have him for 10 years. Okay, you live with it. Right, but I, what,
3: what, Peter, what doesn't sp- it seem like you're trying to paint a picture that there's like no frustration if they don't win? Well, you're, you're you're trying to have your cake and you eat it too. If you're taking a risk, that means there's got to be hurt or anxiety well, at the end of it. Did I say they're taking a risk? No. Yeah, you're taking a risk. But did I, I
2: never said they're taking a risk? It's a deal you have to make. A hundred times out of a hundred, we'll we'll finish this up on the other side of the yes, break, please. which I is what we wait. like to do. And right now, I need some better help,
4: Peter. You know what? I'm glad you're coming to me with this message. You know is, what? Yeah, this is a message brought to you by BetterHelp. Common misconception is that relationships are easy. As you can hear between Don and Michael right now, they're not always easy. There's conflict. But friends do the work. They get through those disagreements. They don't quit on each other, and they persevere. Therapy can be a great place to work through relationship challenges in your life. All kinds of relationships, personal, professional, romantic so if you've been thinking about starting therapy, maybe there's a few things you want to work on this year and relationships are one of them, or maybe it's all other stuff. You can deal with it all in therapy. BetterHelp's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, it's flexible, and it's suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Become your own soulmate, when you're looking for, whether you're looking for one or not. Visit betterhelp.com slash peter today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com
1: slash peter.